welcome to the newest episode of the Lookout Landing podcast. We are coming to you special um, live on... Uh, it feels like we are perched atop the hot stove right now. Uh, we are lucky enough to be joined by Jordan from Cespedes... Do you say Cespedes BBQ or Cespedes Barbecue? Cespedes BBQ, Cespedes B- Barbecue, whatever. I, who am BBQ. I to say? We're already stealing his name. I can't act like it's... <laughs> Really up to me. I, don't, I guess it's our barbecue in his name, so, you know, it's fine. BBQ's but it was fine. his barbecue initially, right? True, so, I mean, you true, even true, stole true. the notion of his barbecue. Yes, from. yes, yes, yes. It's all right. Unabashed steal. But, he hey, has, he's, he's made us very happy over the last it, several years, so. He has a lot to give, too. You know, like, yes. uh, Ioannis, Ioannis does not want for much from. from no, you know. no, he's, yeah. he's, he's a giver. He's, yeah. I feel like he has many barbecues to give. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We, we could afford to take one from him. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining me, as per usual, is John Troopin. John, how are you tonight? Doing excellently. Doing right. a little bit stressfully, thinking about how uh, many things we need to adjust. Uh, yeah. We were so close. We, we were, were so, so close. close. Okay, so <sighs> uh, if you have been reading the site and you aren't just a podcast listener, you know that we've been working all week. Uh, no, not just this week, but we've been working for three weeks leading up to this at least on the, our comprehensive off-season plan, which you know we conceived of. We broke into these many different uh, categories. We, we just poured tons of time and effort into this thing. And we did it knowing that we were writing about the Mariners and knowing that we were writing about Jerry DePoto and knowing that 90% of it was going to be irrelevant. So we approached it in a very broad way. Like, okay, these are the f- holes that have to be filled. Here are some different ways of filling them. Here are some different people who could fill those roles. And this is what we think they should do. So we just today published the last part of it. I think, what did you say, John? It was, how many words is it? Uh, We're at 19, well, we're at 14,000 right now. Uh, Healthy, very healthy guys. (laughs) Get it all out. And and Kate did convince me to not post it as one giant piece, which is what I was thinking. That is good. (laughs) He he held on to that for so long. He thought we were going to put this all out in one. I I wanted people to have like one place they could come, like because our our, you you get a printed paperback and a hardcover too. (laughs) I mean, Seattle's a very literary city. I I basically (laughs) wanted people. That's true. I wanted people's phones to explode when they tried to open it on mobile. Uh, I see. Just to give them a big middle finger. I it's, see. Anyway. I like I like the idea of like so you did that and you know sometimes they'll have like the sites do like the aggregation. And like mm-hmm. trade rumors would have had to aggregate, you know, like fifty thousand words into like a sentence. Oh, look how Landing gave us a whole book on what the Mariners should do in soft season. You can go you can go read it if you dare. <laughs> I mean, it quite literally is coming out yes. around novella length. So yeah, again, I support uh, it. I, I love what you guys do. So I, I'm, I'm all I'm here for it. We uh, are uh, we are very very um, we, we're completists, is what we are. We don't like to leave anything uh, out. Yes, that's the uh, word. And and I'm very very thankful with the way that we did it because what this has resulted in is you know we went through a bunch of free agent options that the Mariners could have gone for at first base and instead uh unsurprisingly the the Mariners have opted alternatively <laughs> and uh and and found us a first baseman with a 
massive bat, uh, and you know, sort of, sort of some very interesting characteristics, right? Right. Uh, and you know, I had sold myself pretty well on the idea of getting Santana, mm-hmm. and that was the that was our sight stance moving forward. Mm-hmm. We wanted Santana. We wanted, you know, just drop the money, solve the problem at first base for good. It's been such a such an Achilles heel over the years. Um, I was in my gut felt like they were going to bring Alonzo back. So I'm pleased that that wasn't the answer. I'm not as pleased that this is our third Oakland athletics base first baseman in a row. Yeah. That's a little, that's a little weird. Hey, that could mean, uh, bat Olson coming next. Oh, Although that baby. probably means he's going to like be mad for three years and then we'll get him. But whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, sorry to interrupt, but I, I was also very in on the, the Santana plan. Uh, and wow, how quickly I've forgotten because I love Ryan Healy so much. But, um, so yeah, I guess we can, we can say goodbye to, to that happening, which is fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm content with it. So I like what, Carlos Santana, when, but, you know. When did you first, like, hear about or, like, recognize Ryan Healy? Because I, I mm. remember, like, a massive home run that just really upset me in like some late game i think in like 2015 or 2000 yes 16 16 and just unless you were in midland uh, texas i don't think you were blissfully (laughs) not but yes you know just thinking like this is going to be a problem isn't it (laughs) like Mm -hmm. where did you notice this guy well so healy is falls into the the category of of dudes where it's like he was hitting hitting all the way up and i i i mean you guys you guys know the mariner system better than anybody I like to think I know every system more than anyone should. So, like, I knew about Healy when he, um, you know, when he was coming out of Oregon. Like, he was a dude that just hit, 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 hit. Obviously, defense is not his strong suit, which is which is fine. Um, but he was hitting in Oregon. He hit in all the summer leagues he played in. And then he gets to the minors and he just keeps hitting. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. We don't have to really worry about him. And then so in double weird. A... Yeah, and and uh, <clears throat> Reese Hoskins, my favorite human, one of my favorite humans. <laughs> like we, we, like we, we've seen this before. Like Paul Goldschmidt is obviously the, the all-time example, right? Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying Ryan Healy is going to be Paul Goldschmidt. I'm saying Reese Hoskins is going to be Paul Goldschmidt. But, <laughs> but, but still, Healy to a lesser extent. I mean, he absolutely just crushed uh, in Double A and, and in Triple A once he got there. Uh, in 2016, and at that point, they're like, all right, we'll call him up. So I, I saw him, and uh, we got to interview him at the Futures game last year in San Diego. Um, and this is when he'd already just been destroying Midland for another half a season, and then he was up to Nashville. Shortly after that, he was called up to Oakland, and then I was like, oh, right, now he's going to play the Mariners. That part sucks, <laughs> which has obviously been, you know, the Trout story for a while now. Um, but yeah, so he's, but in terms of like at the big league level, when I realized he was going to be a problem and now a solution wonderfully, uh, (laughs) was, yeah, it was, it was once he was up in the rookie year and I was like, Oh wait, like this dude's just doing what he's always been doing. He's, he's mashing, mashing dingers. And it looks, he's the kind of guy where it looks like, okay, cliche. Oh, it sounds different off the bat. Like it looks different coming off (laughs) Ryan Ely's bat when he's pulling balls into the silly football stadium that is Oakland. So. Uh, yeah, so that I would say still same. I mean, I was I was excited about him when he was kind of getting to the upper minors, 
But um, as was, I don't know if you can hear that my roommate's dog is also very excited about Ryan Healy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry uh, and understand. Well, and he was he was a, a guy who made some some sort of swing plane adjustments too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I remember, I think before this season, Eno Saris wrote about him and, and talked about how uh, he'd worked with, uh, I believe, you know, a few of the guys that like Mitch Haniger worked with and, um, you know, I think... Matt Matt Olson may have also worked with, uh, but you know, sort of getting, you know, going from just, ah, eh, well, you're a big dude who hits, uh, to right. like, oh, oh, you're a problem. Oh, you're a, you're a big, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and maybe Yonder Alonzo also worked with him. I, I don't know it, if I read the. It's very possible. I know he worked with right. Tewksbury, but I like mm-hmm. I can't keep. I I do my best. I cannot keep track of all the different like hitting coaches. Oh, that the hitting geniuses. Affiliated. Yeah, I, that's yeah, a, that's a <laughs> <his own> podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but like you know, it was it was sort of traded off with a few plays at third base where it was so just laughably like someone just kind of put you there because you had a big arm when you were like 10 and you just no one's ever told you to move because they were a little bit scared that you might like punch (laughs) them right right um, right right especially and in oakland when they you know they had all these other first base dudes that right like you can fake it more over there than matt olsen can yeah which is so yeah yeah and and, i think and he it's played weird. the outfield a little too right when he was in oakland um or was i don't that think a pipe he, i don't i don't think he played in the majors he i don't know if he played in the minors but uh, at least b ref doesn't have no. him as getting any mm-hmm. innings in the in the outfield yeah um, i don't think he did in mind because i i swore i saw him in the outfield at one point and i was like yeah that makes sense Trying uh, for that first baseman outfield <laughs> hybrid thing. The, he's going full <laughs> Valencia. And I, I <laughs> well, <believe> yeah. <laughs> well, basically, but yeah. It's, it's it's great now because it's like usually it's like oh god they're just gonna send him out to the outfield just like all these other guys. <laughs> but now we have competent yeah. outfielders that's who amazing. can field the ball in the outfield, so that's not happening. But yeah, I mean, he, he's not—he's not the worst athlete, but he does—he's not smooth. He's—he's <laughs> no. and, and as big as he is, it's like it's—he's not—he's not chunky. He's just like a no. big guy. Um, I so, found an old tweet of yeah. mine where I described his. I said I thought he was criminally underrated, very mm-hmm. scary, and uh, also ran like he was operated by a Rube Goldberg machine. Mm-hmm. And I kind of very deliberate. Kind of movement. <laughs> yeah, yes. there's just a lot of moving parts, and they're maybe not yeah. all moving in the same direction at once. Like he'll get right. there, but you know, you're really depending on that ball to drop through the bathtub and kick the boot and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, as we've, as we've said before, it just if the ball goes over the fence, well, then we'll really get to watch him run, but just not <laughs> not like maximum effort. <laughs> so um, so then we can kind of enjoy it more more calmly. I would say. Does this feel like a DePoto move to you? I mean, we're kind of trying to talk about who are DePoto's guys, who is he? Because he's definitely right. shown a preference for the kind of player, both on and off mm-hmm. the field, I think, that he's bringing into the org. Do, what do you guys think? Does this feel like a DePoto move to you? 
I'll, I'll let John uh, answer first because he, again, you've written the one written a hundred thousand words on this. So <laughs> give, give uh, me. I mean, I'm the Mariners fan too, but I, I feel like I'll, I'll I'll go off you you here. Well, I I, w- I would say yes. I mean, I think it he makes sense in that he's a guy who has has demonstrated uh, you know a, a willingness to tinker with his swing and and to really be proactive about uh, making adjustments, which you know. In, in terms of guys like Taylor Motter and guys like Mitch Haniger have obviously been, and, and Mike Marjama, I think, as well, are, are at least guys that uh, we, you know, we've seen uh, DePoto go after. Ah, good. Uh, we got our Mike Marjama reference yeah, in yeah, for the day. I'm, I'm checking this off on the whiteboard. Okay. <laughs> Love um, him. Love him. Love yeah. him. So much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that later. <coughs> yes, Jordan, yes, you, yes. And, you, you and I can talk about that. Yeah. Fair. You, go you go ahead, John. Uh, Sorry. But I, but I think it also makes sense in that, you know, this is a somewhat older player. Not not old, old. I mean, he's 25. He'll be 26 at the start of next season. Um, you know, but like a, a slightly older prospect, quote-unquote, uh, who, you know, they believe that they can get more out of, uh, who is is blocked at the position uh, by other options. And Yes, that uh, is a good point. The blocked at the position is... Yeah. That's yes. A, that, that's a trademark Depoto move. Yeah, and and so you know we've seen some of those moves work out. You know, I mean, Hanager obviously worked out in a in a mm-hmm. organization in Arizona with lots of outfield options and lots of uh, strong bats that they didn't necessarily need him. But and we've seen guys like Vogelbach who have not been able to really quite make that next step. Uh, but you know were acquired because Anthony Rizzo wasn't going anywhere. So uh, this guy who's got a like 140 WRC plus in AAA might as well come over to this to the Mariners who have Dejo Lee and Adam Lind. But um, yeah, oh, I, I think that seems like so long. Ago. In a, in a oh my God, Dejo Lee! Oh, back <laughs> in the day. There you go. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I, I I think he definitely makes sense uh, in the in the Depoto sort of milieu, I guess. Uh, sure. He, Sure. Uh, Jordan, what would you, what would you say? I, I I do like. I think I think you're right. Um, the the block to the position thing is always interesting. Although although now I think Susan Slusher pointed out that it sounds like they're just going to move Chris Davis to DH, which is you know about time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but which cause, a cause lot of folks, sec- a lot of folks have been clamoring for for you know I yeah. feel like it's been every out off season people right. have been saying when are we getting him out of the field and Chris Davis well, right. is and tired c- of being in the field I I agree and I also think that like but because initially I was like wait a minute like who what do they do is are they believing Renato Nunez like it didn't really make any sense initially but I guess I assume that's where they're going but in terms of like okay is this is this is the is this a Depoto kind of guy like I think it feels like what this is is if they traded for Mitch Haniger like a year later after he had like a decent half season in Arizona. Huh. It's like the same thing <laughs> because Haniger was the same like he was a guy who was performing at the upper levels of the minors. I remember seeing him in Double A in like 2014 when he was still with Milwaukee and I remember him making an amazing throw and striking out the rest of the time, but <laughs> he was he was obviously an intriguing athlete who and Haniger is a much more kind of dynamic player than Healy is, as we've just described his, you know, his rather stiffness, I would say, is not, not quite as... But <laughs> as far as a hitter and a profile, obviously an older prospect, as you just described. Um, 
was never really a huge. I mean, Hanier was a, kind of a bigger prospect deal than Healy was, I would say. Right. But it's he still very similar. Twenty five, twenty six. You've got him under control for another five years, which is ridiculous and very, very Depoto. Of course, he. That's that's his his best rhetoric. Of course, <laughs> his his young and control. Everyone's but, under twenty six. <laughs> yeah, everyone's. It's like great. Like I, they're twenty five and a half. But they're under twenty six. But they're under twenty six. Right? They don't make any of the under twenty five no lists. Under twenty three at nobody over. 26. Nobody over so twenty six. Yeah. So, it, so, but it, it just feels like it's. It's. I think Hanniger is a, a really good comparison, um, but it's like we got to see Healy kind of have a full season, and of course he was blocked, mm. but he played. I mean, he played a lot this year. Mm. Um, I don't think he took necessarily the step forward. I don't think we were expecting him to be as good as he was in the second half of twenty sixteen. But right. um, still, generally, you know, blocked the position a little bit of an older prospect, but has performed very well at the upper minors, and it's just an offensive profile that I think. He likes, and it's it's stability in a position where there has been none. And I feel bad yeah. for Dan Vogelbach for a lot of reasons. Um, oh, I've loved man. him since he was in high school, and I, I do believe he could be a good major league hitter someday. I mean, he's he's gonna have to stay in the AL. We know that. Um, and it's tough. It's so weird. It's like he he just won. You know, he got. I mean, I don't know if you guys can agree with this. This is my my publication now, technically. But you know, Pipeline <laughs> gave him hitting <laughs> Pipeline. Pipe, you- and trust me. Uh, Eminent domain. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, like, you know, but still, like, you know, Vogie had a good year at AAA. He was fine. And it just, yeah. he, he just never, he was the name of the hitting prospect of the year. It's like, okay, well, now he's going to be the first baseman. It's like, nope, still, still not happening. Yeah. So it sucks for him. And, and it sounds like, as, as, as Depoto said, I think already, that he's, he wants Healy to be the everyday guy. So mm-hmm. um, I think any hope of that being a platoon, I think they, they really want to try and see what Healy can do. Um, through, you know, 162 games or so. Um, also cute that he's like, oh, and he can play third. It's like, I don't care. You know, Kyle's playing 162 games. It, it's, it's like, oh, okay, great. I'm glad. I, also, I, I don't think I don't even think I want Healy playing for third for the one day off that Kyle's <laughs> Kyle takes. So, so, I mean, it's nice. I, I, obviously, Jerry's going to say that. But, um, so, yeah, so I, I think in terms of is he this kind of guy, and it's, it's so funny that we can even – have this conversation but because he's only been the gm for two years but he's acquired like thousands of players so we can, <laughs> we can talk try about. and start to identify a pattern so i think hanniger is a really good comparison it's just a little bit it's, it's it feels like a year ahead uh in some ways so i like it i mean obviously hanniger worked out but uh yeah. we'll see we'll see uh we'll see what what, what he really becomes but that's really interesting there. and i wouldn't have guessed uh i wouldn't have thought of the hanniger thing unless you brought it up but now that i look at it i think maybe just their physical appearance maybe like he he's just so big and he's kind of stiff and i think hanniger is the much better athlete and he's kind of shorter and uh, i just don't s- my mind doesn't automatically link the two of them up so i think that that's that's a really interesting insight um, as well as the idea of him being blocked and um, young and controllable. And I think, again, it DePoto's unwillingness to commit to putting a lot of money into that older, into an older roster. Mariners were the oldest team in baseball in 2016. They worked their way into, I think, maybe the fifth oldest this year. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're making strides forward. Under 26. Under 26. <laughs> Under 26. Just, just a bunch of 26-year-old rookies. Just <laughs> Only they can say 26 everywhere. forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And, I mean, wait, it's just... 
I, well, and Mike Martin was say. also like twenty. I mean, is he also twenty six? Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's might he might be. Oh, he's even now, older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's pushing that a little. I the White Sox right, really well, wasted a lot of his time, but yeah. Okay, as, we'll, we'll as get a, back to March. That's fine. <laughs> as, <laughs> as a quick aside, I I do want how like what how good of a team could you construct out of the guys that the Mariners starters were acquired because they were blocked by like. Ben Gamble was blocked by Brent Gardner and like forever. Comp- like uh, Vogelback Clint Frazier. Yeah, like Vogelback was blocked by like Anthony Rizzo. Like you've got right. just a ton of Yeah, you have Matt Olson like, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hanniger blocked by future J.D. Martinez. I mean, that was tough, <laughs> obviously. He wasn't going to make it into the... Yeah, what can you do? Uh, you know, Gordon Beckham. Gordon Beckham is a great example. <laughs> Bam, Bama Bangs. Our boy Bama Bangs. Oh, Bama Bangs. We're going to miss him. <laughs> I, oh, no, I won't. But it's I, I do appreciate that picture as much as everyone else. <laughs> I, I did love that, like, for... For like the three weeks, or like, well, for like the entirety of the playoffs, really, it's like the Mariners, like at the at bat app, is set on like the last highlight of the year, and so for like a month, the last highlight that the Mariners, oh my had god, up yes, was the Gordon Beckham like <laughs> yes. running into the, the stands catch, catch, the, like, catch yes. like, the only highlight, like the only oh. Gordon Beckham related highlight of the entire season. That was, but it got that was so okay. much play. Yeah. It, 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 that that highlight we obviously don't have to dwell on this highlight however <laughs> that that play also got a lot of attention because it was on the last day of the season when all the playoff races had been decided yep. so everyone was like whoa this play was something that happened in the baseball game like oh, <laughs> it was great i just, I just I'll remember it that yeah that and mike Marsh on par with run. the griffey catches like, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's the equivalent of a, a seventh grader knocking down like thirty three pointers in a row on the last day of school. Like, mm, it's a great yes. achievement. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Yes, <laughs> except that kid. So yes, you know, yes, gl- yes. glad you went out a champion in I'm your own way. So sure, sure. Gordon. We we all have, I think, a, a good deal of enthusiasm about what Healy can bring and and the improvements that he can make. Um, I guess. What are you concerned about? Like, what what are the major drawbacks with him? Because like, you know he he had an excellent first season, um, and then as you said, Jordan, you know he didn't take that mm-hmm. big step forward last year. Um, you right. know, and some of that was that he wasn't you know he was defensively limited and he was playing DH, which you know, mm-hmm. or a lot of the time, which is a lot to ask. You know, it's not like first base is a huge step up, but still. Um, you know what? What? What do you see as sort of the the concerns? With Worst him? case, best case. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, well, from a holy shit, he was a bad third baseman. Um, so, <laughs> Under- sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry gonna if you find can't curse. this photo. There's just there's a beautiful. Now you can curse. There's a beautiful photo of him just completely like holding his glove, trying to attack. I think it's like Franklin Gutierrez sliding into third base, and it's like oh, the boy. ball's like three, like at least like. A solid two to three feet away from where his glove is, yeah. but like, God love him. He's he's giving it his all. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, anyway, and, I'm I mean, he uh, right. So he DH 77 games, 39 games at first, 34 games at third, 857 fielding percentage at third. Oh, oh my god, oh. that is wow. like that's like some 1890s baseball level fielding percentage <laughs> when teams like were averaging. You like or nine I could go out and do that. Yes, and hopefully. <laughs> 
maybe do that. It, it may obviously, be better. but but still, well, who knows? Um, okay. Anyway, so so I guess the, the first thing, which is, I know you're asking me, best case, worst case, like. I think what was promising was that he didn't completely fell, fall on his face. Like, this season was mm-hmm. very much like the, all right, like, back to reality, but also he's clearly, oh, no, like... gravity? Sorry. Right. <laughs> but clearly he's still a good... Uh, like, he's, he's a competent major league hitter. Like, he did, not, he did not strike out 200 times. He did not only hit 15 home runs because he couldn't... Like, he, he clearly showed the ability. I mean, he ended up with, you know... OPS plus only 102, but it's not like it, it, it all came back to, you know, it, it reality didn't hit him in the face too hard. So it was like a, just a full season of learning what Major League Pitching looks like. However, like some other guys on our team, not a huge fan of the walk. Uh, <laughs> on that Gene Tagura diet yeah. of walks. Oh, yes. And, and, and as much as I love him, and, and of course, well, I guess the, the, although Zanino, like, the bar was so low. That it was like people were freaking out about like a you know an eight percent walk rate, but again we'll take it. Yeah. You know, we'll take it because Healy's yeah. down at what was it three point eight percent? Three point eight. Three point eight, and that's weird. down from from four point two from his rookie year. Yeah. So um, I think like yeah that that is a concern. Um, I uh-huh. think at the same time, if you look at like again somewhat of this is anecdotal, but like if you think of it as a guy that's going to hit the ball hard, like he can still make enough of an impact. Uh, where best case scenario and what are we going to be expecting him to be hitting like sixth, seventh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, because I guess Alonzo by the end was hitting fifth. Was error or was Zanino hitting well, ahead he, of him? He was. He was sixth, right? Because it was C, he was after Seager, mm-hmm. right? Cause right, 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 right. So, yeah. so, so you can and so presumably he's going to be hitting sixth or seventh. So yeah. you know, it's not like there's going to be uh, too much pressure on him in that regard. But so I think best case scenario is if he isn't if he could it feels like if he gets a little bit of improvement here he he did hit 25 home runs last year I mean so did I in the year 2017 <laughs> but but like if, if you're still if you're getting 30 home runs out of your first baseman he he, he did it 271 also like he, he showed the ability which again batting average is dumb and OBP was 302 which is not great but like I'm I can still see a dude that can hit 30 home runs and hit 35 doubles, and just be a guy that is giving you a home run at the bottom. Like it, just the idea of having a, a guy hitting seventh that can hit the ball out of the ballpark at any moment, like that's, it's, it's that simple, right? And that's what Jerry's all length in the lineup, length in the lineup. Length in the lineup. <laughs> like, yeah, this is it. Like this is what it looks like. Because Yonder Alonso was good, and if they brought him back, I would have been like, okay, fine. Yeah. But like I, even when he was like on the Mariners and like performing sort of well – I was never really that excited, and especially from a power perspective, I was not really that scared of him, um, which made you know that home run against Aroldis Chapman at Yankee Stadium all all the more crazy. But I, it seemed like Chapman really provided the power there, right? Whereas Healy is the, a guy that's kind of taking the initiative when it comes to hitting the ball out of the ballpark. <laughs> so that that's that's what I see on the upside. It's, it's as far as like what, what's the worst case scenario, especially if they really are going to just throw him to the wolves and have him play. Uh, just start every day at first base is basically what you had last year with. I mean, that's not worst case scenario. Like he could just keep striking out more. His Babbitt was still three fifteen, which is a little. It was like three sixty rookie year. If that stays around there or goes down a little bit more, I mean, it's not great. But like, 
I don't know, like first base has been so bad for so long. If he gave us the exact same year, I'd be like, all right, Ryan Healy, you know. <laughs> so so that's that's where the bar's been set. So, of course, we're hoping for big things, and I'm optimistic that he can be better than what he was in 2017, but those are kind of the parameters that I would set roughly. Yeah, my concern with him is um, if he is going to be a two true outcomes guy where he's going to hit a home run or uh, strike out, uh, or then having him and Zunino near each other in the lineup <laughs> seems dangerous. Right? To me. Who is uh, who's splitting those guys up? Those yeah. Two. Um, or just I don't know. Maybe 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 Zunino takes Healy under his wing. Two big slow mm. guys, and uh, he's big slow wing. And he's like, hey, let me teach you about how to not swing at a garbage pitch, yes. and instead maybe take a walk with it. It took However, me three years to learn this, but maybe yes. we can get you there well, too. And, <laughs> and I don't think we can really afford the three-week spiritual rejuvenation in Tacoma for Healy. No, right? no, no, that is like done. It, That's done. That can't happen. And again, oh. you know, Mike needed it. Great, it worked. Hopefully, but that, like, I guess I could see it happening if things are going really bad, but. <laughs> But because uh, like, presumably, like you'll have Vogelbach to at least give major, major league at bats if they haven't traded him before opening day. But I don't know. It just that's that's the thing that they can't really afford to do. I feel like. Although I do, I do really love the sort of ping ponging Vogelbach Healy like possibility of just like one one of the other. Like this is going to be the year. Like yeah, what, one of you has <laughs> to do this, <laughs> uh, right? Right, right. Just, just two guys with king of the mountain, like theoretically unlimited power. Uh, just one of you, just lock them in. One of you is gonna unlock. This. Yes. God damn it! Look. Two power uh, headers enter a room. Yeah. Um, Only yes. one gets to leave. I, I will say one of the other things that I, I do kind of like about this, and I, I think it'd be interesting to talk about a little bit about who was traded away um, in a little bit, but. There were really not any other right-handed hitting options uh, for first base available. I like you, you know via trade, maybe you you, know, you can always get creative. But like in terms of free agency, it was pretty much like left-handed hitting guys uh, or Eric Hosmer um, <laughs> and his and binder, his exactly. jewel-encrusted binder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it was like it, the right-handed hitters, I think, that, that are free agents right now or, uh, you know, uh, Carlos Santana, you know, has obviously the versatility. Who's not even as good um, as from the right side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and and then you've got Danny Valencia, who maybe unfairly yeah. no one really wanted back all that much. Um, and then you've got, what, like, Mark Reynolds. And I think that's it. Whoa, Mark Reynolds would have um, been. You know, who's like 34. Ooh. You know, it's like, yeah. So if you know, if you think Healy is, you know, one of the only guys who you can put out there that can be an everyday guy or that won't need a platoon, um, you know, then you can s- turn to the rest of your lineup and say, okay, how many of you can pitch? Great. All of you are going <laughs> to pitch, uh, you know. Yeah. All, I think it's right, literally everybody. I think yeah. it's also a uh, vote of confidence in themselves um, that the Mariners Certainly. are able to develop players, and they're saying, "We see you, and we see 
these yes. holes in your swing or we see this this flaw in your game and we think like we Hanager can fix it in some ways yeah i very much so although Hanager really took a lot of the onus on i feel like Hanager fixed sure, himself sure, sure. and true. we just like took that's advantage fair. of the fact that he fixed himself it definitely seems like healy is in the right mindset to where he's thinking about these things he is an analytically minded player i think that mm -hmm. we're seeing more and more uh depoto make a lot of those kinds of acquisitions um or at this point it's keeping guys in the organization and not trading them away which is again why vogelback doesn't make a ton of sense i still don't understand that but anyway that's, <laughs> that's a different story um but I, I do, I think it's betting on themselves a little bit and saying, we think we can, we like your skill set and we think we can push it to the next level. Mm. Um, which you're seeing a little more in the lower minors, but hopefully, I don't, I don't know, get them on board early. The other thing I like is, you know, this is well in advance of everything. He's got time to adjust to the organization. He's got time to start getting inculcated in the Mariner way and... Um, I don't know. It makes sense to me. I have seen some people, on, because, again, this is, of course, it would be Jerry DePoto who's leading off hot stove season, of course. No one yes. seems surprised that it was he made the first kind of major trade of the hot stove season. Oh, I think I in... Just, sorry. I just realized we're getting a, a jingle, uh, a what would Jerry DePoto <laughs> yeah. do jingle upcoming soon. Sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Anyways, yes. <laughs> Come uh, what, what did he do? Um... Uh, so I, that was, it's comforting. It's comforting familiarity that it right. was him, right? That, you know, we got like, our oh, fix. Oh, we finally yes. got our fix. yes, everyone was so like, oh, finally something happened. Yeah. Um, I have seen some people on Twitter saying or indicating that this is an overpay. What are your guys' mm. and this might transition into talking a little bit about mm -hmm. what the Mariners gave up in this deal. What are you guys thinking about that? Yeah, so two things. First of all, uh, shouts to Jerry for not waiting until Thanksgiving to make a trade like last time. Last that year, was, being... uh, can I just tell you, literally elbow deep in pie dough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this who did Segura? Was... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was, it, yeah. Kate was furious I the, was about, so mad. about future pies yeah. that did not make it nope yeah nope. that was i mean really screwed up my thanksgiving day it really did however I, we, okay we don't have to do a whole podcast on that trade although i still find it fascinating a year later because like everyone was good it might just be down to kettle Marte. we'll see what happens um anyway <laughs> uh anyway um the second thing was i was gonna say and i should have said this before but you were mentioning like healy you know getting to into the depoto culture and whatnot just wait till Healy finds out about hashtag C the Z. I mean, come on, right? Come on. Once once he starts, that, that's when that that walk rate will sky skyrocket from three point eight to four point eight, and then you know Woo! everything is everything. Hey, it could could make a difference. Um, but yeah, in terms of it, it being an oh, I I have a difficult time. I mean, unless you think Healy is this exactly and or just going down from here. Yeah, I was thrilled and loved what Emilio Pagan did completely out of nowhere in 2017. It was great. And obviously um, we could have seen him being a very big part of the Mariners bullpen for years to come. I, I get that. Um, but I mean, it feels like 
The upside for Pagan, I mean, it's impossible to compare Emilio Pagan and Ryan Healy, but if you're thinking of them like the upside and downside for them for the same number of years of control, maybe one fewer, like it's kind of the same. And then it's you have a shortstop who hasn't even left the Dominican yet, <laughs> born in the right. year 2000. So um, <laughs> I just can't get. I can't even qualify this as a steal or an overpay. Like, I just think it's a trade that is going to be a long time before we really know. I mean, the, both of these players, I think, again, I think Pagan's a good, a good bullpen arm, and I think Healy's a good, good player. So I, I don't, I don't know, but, but Pagan, Pagan is fascinating. So I, I mean, he's not, certainly not turning Oakland into any sort of contender anytime soon, but, um, so, but yeah, that, he is maybe still kinda... hanging around by the time, you know, Nunez and Barreto and Sheldon sure. Noise, whose name I now sure. know how to pronounce. Oh yeah, it's noise up. or noisy. It's, noise. It's, 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 noise. It's awful. I like I like just saying it like that. <laughs> noise. Noise. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I would make that joke incessantly if he was a Mariners prospect. So I'm pretty glad he's not. <laughs> um, yeah, but when he hits like three home runs against them, you can take the same. Sorry, <sighs> you can make the same joke. So Pagan, <laughs> to me. Uh, Pagan had a weird little spike there where he wasn't very effective when they moved him to triple a. Um, he just fell apart a little bit, um, at that higher level of competition. And then he went to the WBC and, uh, I don't know, got gifted with a set of brass, something or other. He, he sapped Edwin Diaz's <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of Edwin Diaz's. Accuracy. Oh boy. He you did. might be exactly correct. And that is yeah. very depressing. But, yeah, you know. ouch. Um, so he came back and was just, you know, aces after that. And after, I think everybody has a, kind of their welcome to MLB moment. And his happened mm-hmm. to come at a very bad time for the team. So mm-hmm. to go back yeah. to Tacoma and toil for a little while. Um, yeah. Emilio Pagan is great. He's rock solid. He's great. I think that um, the Mariners have shown that they can develop relief arms because we've seen Diaz come up and we've seen Altavilla and now we have Festa and we have Art Warren and who are both currently in the AFL. There are a couple other guys down there. Um, Gillies. Gillies. Giles. I don't know how to say it. Sorry, Darren, if you're listening. I think, I think it's Gillies. I think Gillies. it's Gillies. Um, so I, I, that is... The pen is the one place we had to deal from. It's the, our one position of strength. I was I was expecting that there would be a bullpen trade. I mm-hmm. was hoping it might go elsewhere to fill other holes, but filling filling first base is good, and filling first base with young and controllable talent is good. Um, and I right. think that the wealth of guys who are coming up. By the way, I need to take a a timeout and say Art Warren just got his. Third save in the AFL, so he now has three saves, three wins, and Peoria has clinched and will play in the championship. So, good job, Art. That is awesome. Art Excellent. Warren. Uh, oh, it's, I mean, I don't know how much we want to make this about Art Warren, but Emilio Pagan, uh, let's make it about Division, Art Division two reliever completely out of nowhere being also in the big leagues. <laughs> yes. Art Warren about Art. to be Division two reliever. It's about to be super awesome in the big leagues, so... Yep. Ashland, yeah, Ashland, Ashland uh, University. Ashland like University. Twenty minutes from where Ohio. I went to school. So oh, there you go. that's right. Right near Worcester. Right near Worcester. There, there it is. So the uh, Midwest cranking there. out some talent. Art exactly. is a, so, art's great. Um, yeah. If you haven't watched his pitching breakdown of his pitch grips that he did with for Bobby DeMiro Baseball Census, it is really 
Yes. Really entertaining. He's a great teacher, too. Just big baseball IQ. Love everything about him. Um, yes. So I think in some ways his emergence at Modesto and his dominance, really, in the AFL have kind of helped them loosen the strings on Emilio a little bit, which mm -hmm. is sad. But um, I feel like we got something that we don't have at all, which is first base. Yes. And traded from something where it seems like we can just kind of and and even below Festa Warren, you have guys that they drafted out of college this year. There's Seth Elledge, there's JP Sears, oh, JP there's Sears. Wyatt Mills. Oh, you want to very, talk to me? Very here for kid. JP Sears. <laughs> are you just in your element worker. right now, Jordan? Are you? Are you? You have no you idea. So I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, that's great. JP Sears and Wyatt Mills. I haven't said those names to any other human being. Makes a drag for a second. Haven't heard those names. <laughs> no, I just have, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been able to to, yeah. to, to you know and appreciate these. Yeah, these no. Well, welcome people. to our tiny corner of the world where yeah, we great. we I really care a lot about JP Sears and. Good. Someone's got a strikeout rate. Yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. It's, it makes no sense. He did it in college, <laughs> and now he's just chugging yep. along through the minors, <laughs> just striking uh, guys out. But I, I think, I think y'all's point is is a solid one. That that you know, it's it's potentially a a tough value, especially if you know Campos develops into something. I mean. You'll you'll yeah. look at it and say, well, that really sucks. Um, but you know, Campos is 17 years old. He, you know, as you said, Jordan hasn't played out professional baseball outside of the Dominican, and you know, he has not shown much power. Um, you know, so sure, it's very possible that that guy develops into something. It's also very possible he does not. Um, yeah, maybe he's Xander Bogarts. You know. Maybe yeah. he's. <laughs> uh, yeah, <that's laughs> he's probably yeah, but, not. But it's uh, like, but we can't act like we have any even close to an idea of what he's right. gonna do. Like it's, right. and obviously there are scouts whose job it is to figure that out. Like, uh, but, right. but it's it's to especially when it comes to like always stupid instant reaction to trades. Like I can't even <laughs> begin to try and assess this 17 year old short stuff so that's right. kind of where i stand on that yeah and and to the sort of overpay thing like I, I will it is pretty much impossible for me to see a situation there's almost never going to be a situation where you trade a reasonable mlb reliever for a reasonable mlb position player yeah and i'm going to feel bad about you know acquiring a position player just you know especially because as you said kate you know the mariners have showcased an ability to develop a lot of relief pitchers so yep. yes. you know, the thing about pagan was he had the ability to go multiple innings and they're going to need to do that but they also have like eight kind of not great starters so yeah uh you know those you you have a couple of those guys work on throwing two really good innings and you already have max posey so I think they're yeah. going to be okay. Like, yeah, right. It's like, what is Pagan going to turn into? Again, this is you know famous last words. What is Pagan? <laughs> what could Pagan? Is he going to suddenly be Andrew Miller or no? And I say, love him, say, but say it clearly so somebody can audio <laughs> capture that when inevitably. Uh, 
this. Yeah, he, yeah. He the fr- up for, oh, I, so you could put me on uh, freezing cold takes or whatever. That <laughs> yeah, is. that that is definitely our jam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but hey, but again, but still, like you look at it at the time of the deal, and it's like, I I can't. You, you cannot possibly think that it's going to, to become anything uh, dramatic. And, and also, let's like, oh, Chris Taylor, Chris Taylor. Okay. <laughs> like, my people! <laughs> sing the song of my people! Right, no, like, Chris like, okay, but even, it, like, in that situation, like, well, it's weird, right? Because, okay, sorry, I'm actually now making the opposite point, so forgive me. <laughs> but, but, ready? I'm about to make myself sound so dumb. <laughs> at the time of the Chris Taylor Zach Lee trade, you would look at both of them and be like, "Well, I mean, what what's Chris Taylor going to be? Oh, what's Zach Lee? Gonna, this is not going to matter." So that completely blew up in our face, and that is not proving my point very well. However, where it's more of a known major league quantity, it's just like you cannot possibly turn around and be like, "Oh, well, you could have seen that Pagan was going to be this," and unless Healy like swings his way, like strikes out out of the, like, basically out of the league, like, I just, I, I can't imagine, and, and right, and, yeah. and then compose somebody, it's going to be years, so, yeah. I and can't even honestly, pay too much attention to that. For, for, for as much, and, and I think, like, that is probably the biggest concern, that he has contact issues, but, like, I'm honestly surprised for a guy with his amount of power, how, how little he t- does strike out, like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he hasn't really had struggles within the minors, like, he hasn't really, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not really like he's, egregious, mm-hmm. you know, strikeout rates, uh, you know, in, in the pros, and you know, he's got, he swings and misses, I think, a little more than average, but, you know, he also swings and does the opposite of miss more than, <laughs> oh, nice, so, uh, yes. Yeah, so I yeah, I, I think there's there's there are going to be enough enough powerful blasts to to make people feel comfortable about this. Yes. Uh, I'm in agreement and also Healy represents so there's nothing in the minor system. The only way they were getting if they're really ready to move on from Vogel back, the only way that they were getting a first baseman was through trade or free agency. Healy can hold the fort down until Evan White is ready. So, oh my God, Evan White too. Evan Forgot White. about Ev- that. Oh, Evan what White him? is out there. Have you not been Speaking. following? Have you not been I following know. what they've been doing in the in the strength and conditioning camp? Because they didn't do instructs. They like I knew, I knew they of, weren't doing. I don't know. Was this like how recently? It was like this week. Um, it was a. Well, they, it's. I know they like weren't doing every weekend. Right. They had a little thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a three or four week thing where they just had all these guys from the lower minors, mm-hmm. all like bunched up together in Arizona and like on the weekends because I follow all of them on social media and you know they'd be they'd be posting suddenly like um they all went to the Grand Canyon for a day. Oh, <laughs> there are all these cute. like beautiful artistic shots of like. Oh, so Evan White's involved with that? I didn't realize that. I don't know if Evan White was there now that I think about it. I think oh, okay. I'm mixing up Evan White and Max Roberts, who both sort of look the same, um, oh, in that they're both tall, white guys. Ah, um, the baseball player. Yes. Baseball, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're tall, tall brown, tall dark-haired white guys, as opposed yes, to yes, tall yes. blonde-haired white guys. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's he's down there. He's he, he's kicking it with his, with his buddies. Um, Good. I, and and yeah. he'll... He'll he'll be with us 
at some point. Right, right. But it, again, it, it's still just the idea of having a guy like Healy where it's like, all right, like he's under control. He's, you know, clearly kind of getting his feet under him for, yeah, as a, you know, major league hitter. And it's like, all right, he's going to be around. He's, we believe in him. You know, we, we're, we're buying into it because all these other temporary solutions. And again, as yeah. you said, it makes the whole Vogelbach thing even weirder. But, um, you know, it's, it's good. It's, it, it's comforting in, in some ways. There's a thing there. And it might not be the best thing, but there's a thing there. And having that thing there frees up money, hopefully, ideally, that they can put into either a position upgrade at center field. I don't expect them to go out and get Kane. I would be very surprised. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah, my gut told me that they Kane, were going to go Kane after. Kane is an interesting one. Kane is an interesting one. I, I don't know. I, is that one that is really like it, with the idea being. Uh, so like we, we, you got Gamble. Yeah, Redia. Some combination of them is going to play, right? Right. But is 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 it Kane or is it like? Do you, or I guess you're you're probably getting to the pitching part of this. So that, I assume you're, you're yeah. You're moving so in that I'm thinking we're not going expensive in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think maybe they go cheap and athletic, try to continue that strong outfield defense, and mm-hmm. hopefully. This move frees up money for pitching. Please, please let this money free up move. You know what I'm saying. Please let this. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So, but then where is where is the upper limit? I mean, there have been a sh- shockingly number, no, shocking number of of, of Darvish rumors, uh, which is a, a t- completely uncharted territory. I feel like yeah. as far as the Mariners' free agent experience goes. Um, I, my, I, my feeling is very negative. I don't feel like they would sign Darvish, but I, I don't, I don't know. This is one of those times where I think our lack of experience with Jerry Depoto, free GM mm. of the Mariners, yes. gives us a really good sense of that. Like, I don't know if he'll make that move or not. I, it feels to me like it would be out of character, but also... Maybe it's just that he hasn't had an opportunity to make this kind of a move. It's, I, I'm very much enthusiastic and, and do think that this means some sort of move, you know, some sort of acquisition in the, in the rotation, because otherwise, why, why would you not, you know, go, go bigger and go after something like that you know if you're saving 10 or 15 million dollars essentially um you know from from this i i I do think that they go after you know i i think either darvish or cobb make the most sense to me and partially that's just because darvish is the best pitcher and cobb is a guy from the rays but that i'm (laughs) thinking about it now it's like well, Lance Lynn's from the Cardinals, and they've gone. They've they've acquired just, three yep. different Cardinals <laughs> starting pitchers. So, uh, you know, but you you have to imagine that they go somewhere. And I I just can't imagine a situation in which this move isn't, uh, you know, a, a precursor to spending extra money in in a different hole. And, I, it, and honestly, I think they would get lit up a bit if they didn't do that. Right. 
Right. And I think, yeah, and it's, it's, it's tough because you have the starting pitching market is very strange because obviously Darvish and Arietta are at the top. Um, and it's interesting that Arietta is just not even really considered, although yeah, I think I would people also. People just aren't even talking about Darvish. Him. I think I prefer yeah. Darvish. But um, Cobb, I've always liked Alex Cobb. <laughs> However, why do you say that like you're apologetic? Like he's not because, like no, because he's, like he's not like a furry. Like you don't have to be. He's, not, a, he's not personally distasteful in any way. He's not that embarrassing. Casting a lot of yay around. He doesn't right. like walk no. around with his butt crack hanging out. Like what? Are, why are you so embarrassed of Alex Cobb? I, he's a not, fine young man. He's he's I'm a I'm a I'm a supporter of him as a as a good thrower of baseballs. However. Like, in a season where, where everybody pitched, including Carlos Ruiz and Mike Freeman, <laughs> I, I just think that anyone... Like it's, okay, it's, it's not even that he had Tommy John. Everyone gets Tommy John. That's not interesting. But, like, I, I just... I'm, getting it. I'm getting it right now, yeah. yeah. But, like, Cobb just still has been the guy that suddenly, uh, oh, he has missed a start for this. And I'm like, oh. I can't. I cannot afford to go through that again. And that's that. That, by the way, is what is so lovely about about Mike Leake. Is that is never a concern with Mike Leake. Nope. Uh, nope. Mike Leake. Mike Leake will throw every every fifth day with no problem. And he obviously looked awesome down the stretch. Um, but uh, so I like if they sign out, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be excited. And like weirdly. In the same way that Drew Smiley felt like that, like when, not not that that could have predicted that he was going to blow out because Cobb already has blown out, right? But like, right. but Smiley before that was the guy that would like he you know oh he'd come in and strike out eleven he'd look really good then he'd miss a start here here or there and so I kind of had that same feeling with him I was excited but now it's like okay like, like whereas whereas if you go and get like basically another leak type with Lance Lynn it's like. Not that I would. It, it feels less less sexy because it's Lance Lynn and it's a Cardinal, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but it still feels safer. But again, at that point, or would you rather just? Would you? Are you better off just? Because I think Lynn's going to make a lot of money. I think Cobb. Oh yeah. Like I think Lynn's going to really get get. He'll probably get the leak deal if not. Five, I, I guess that five eighty. Five eighty. I think it's five eighty. Um, right, and so. At that point, but is it like is he the guy like putting you over the top? That's that's where it gets so easy to fall yeah. into the Darvish camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hey, yeah, I can I don't you guys? Know. It's it's very difficult. Real quick, sort of trivia here: What uh, is the biggest free agent contract that the Mariners have ever signed a starting pitcher to? You don't have to give me the exact contract, but do you, do you know the player? And and I'm not counting like signing Felix as an international amateur, or re-signing well, Felix. Right, or re-signing. Or Felix. re-signing Felix. Okay, I have a guess. Yep. And I think no, that's a bad guess. Never mind. Um, <laughs> can you give us a year? No, the year will give it away. It hmm. it will, but it. <sighs> wait, wait, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A, the biggest free, the biggest free agent. Pitcher signing. It can't yes. have been that recently. It was not that recently. Okay, okay. It was. I, it oh, was this oh, century. Sh- oh yeah, it yeah, yeah. Oh my. This century. Wait. Okay. It's not. 
I'm going to tell you who it's not, and then I'm okay, going to tell go you who I think. That's a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, damn it. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say <laughs> No, that. no. You were so close. Lay it off. This is not high yeah. stakes, Jordan. I believe in you. <laughs> no, I know that, but like, I, these are the things that I want to just I just want to just nail and feel like a freaking That's genius. Fair. Okay, That's I, fair. I have a guess. I have a guess. Go for oh. it, Kate. Is it Jared Washburn? It was not Jared Washburn. Oh, I remember him getting a lot, but he got he got a decent amount of money. Uh, actually, let me let me check what what he got. Uh, he got uh, okay. He got a pretty big deal, but he did not quite get uh, this one. I know he, he, that this. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. Washburn got I think four. It looks like four years uh, around like thirty-eight million. <laughs> that sounds so like so little money. I know it's so funny. <laughs> what, what, like, what does that get you best. in this market, Tyler Chatwood? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, nothing. no, we'll talk it's about him. Extremely, <laughs> extremely de- de- Um All right, I'm also picturing a a a a pasty white guy. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> fair. You're not quite there. If you're thinking Jeff Weaver, he did not. He did not get a long-term deal. Okay. Uh, Aaron yeah. Seeley got a decent deal, but but it was especially for the time. But it was only a two-year. Is it a lefty? It is not. It is a right-handed pitcher who. Uh, Can you give us the year? Ended and up then... who he ended up in in uh, in better days. He had a metric named after him. Is he still active? Sorry, no, not. certainly not, and okay. maybe not even. I, I I don't know exactly what he's doing uh, oh, these days. Oh no, this isn't going to be another thing where we're talking about someone and then find out they've passed away, is it? Because that oh, is a real I've bummer on the podcast. It is a recurring trend, but <laughs> it's something that we've I've, done. I've 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 been there too. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, he is thirty-eight years old now, and he lives in Minnesota, Medina, Minnesota, uh, which is very. Wait a minute. To me. He is not wait, from Medina. Wait, Minnesota. Medina is the thing that's going to do it for you? Is, like, is, after wait, all wait, wait, whoa, whoa, he's whoa. He's from Venezuela, but oh, he now mind. resides in is Medina, it? Minnesota. Okay, is I was about to say Eddie Guard. I was about to say Eddie Guardado. Eddie Guardado. <laughs> it is not Eddie G. Uh, although, <sighs> let me let me let me check that man's that man's deal. Uh, no, I don't know. It's it's. It, that that no. wouldn't have been long enough. Yeah. Okay. No, it was. It was, he, he got a three for like eight. Okay. All right. Was this is pretty God big. But damn it. So thir- when was the? Le- I I can't. I I'm sure this is brutal. Two thousand before two thousand eight was when this was signed. Okay. And then he he played for the Mariners for two years, and then they traded him to the Chicago Cubs. Oh, Carlos Silva. God damn it. Yeah, it is. Er, <laughs> Carlos Silva. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, Carlos Silva. Yeah. Four God, years, I 48 million. Wow. Yep. It All is right. the biggest deal they've ever offered. Well, That's the good news so is that Darvish will only cost like triple that. So <laughs> it's true. So um, I don't see the issue. <laughs> yeah. And even better, even better. Ready for this? Ready for this? Otani yeah. will cost one one thousandth of that. So. <laughs> true. Bring it on! All right, let's let's talk a little. Let's, Sorry, let's not, talk not going off the rails. No, 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 no. 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 Like, Jordan, tell us what what do you 
what you're close to the MLB offices. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Surely, surely some <laughs> transmissions must have mm, like reached mm, you. Mm, you know, you're close to New York. You know what they're doing. Oh, uh, mm, what 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 do you think? Where do you think it goes? Gut feeling. Oh yes. Um, I obviously do not know anything if that has not already been made clear by the first hour of this podcast. <laughs> but um, I think it would be absolutely shocking if he does not end up uh, a New York Yankee. Um, yeah, that's what Or that's, the Dodgers. But I think the Yankees are like, I would give them like the 80 Seven percent, maybe yeah. ninety. I think it's them versus yeah. the field. If you're, if you're doing, yep, that. yeah, just because, and it's a super duper messy and uninteresting situation. I mean, very interesting, but messy and like just a kind of a pain to explain. And I'm sure you guys understand, but like, yeah, like it doesn't really matter what he's going to be getting paid, right? Because um, mm-hmm. he's not getting paid anything. He's signing a minor league deal yep. for like mm-hmm. three million dollars. Uh, and ultimately, it's unfortunately, it's basically going to be where the agent steers him because it mm-hmm. kind of sounds like Otani's more on the naive side, <laughs> I would say, uh, which is fine. It's great. But he does not seem like, whereas it felt like like Darvish. I mean, by the time he was coming over, he was like, you know, international superstar, you Darvish. Uh, from a, like, celebrity standpoint, too, right? Well, I mean, Sho- o- Otani is international superstar. Yes. Shohei yes. Otani. Like, he is... And I think that he is savvy about mm-hmm. things. I think he stays out of things. Yes. But I, I do think he, he, he knows that's things true. and he knows who says what. Yeah, but I, I, I guess more of, like, a personality standpoint. Like, it feels like... But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I'm I, thinking I, of the story where he went to, like, I think his high school coach mm-hmm. and said, I want to go to the MLB. I want to go play in MLB. Mm-hmm. And his high school coach laid out the very reasonable argument for why he should not do that. And he listened respectfully and smiled and said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to do that. And then he changed <laughs> his mind anyway. So I, he does right. seem to be somebody who is driven or... Right. makes choices based on his internal barometer rather than what people yes. around him are saying. Uh, I don't and I know. will also say, yeah, I will also say that I, until the news that he was, that he actually got an agent, I was very skeptical that any of this was even going to happen. Really? Um, oh. Yeah. But now it feels like it's far enough along where he is just, he is coming. Uh, the, so eleven eleven uh, announcement on the eleventh of the eleventh <laughs> month. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I, so I don't know, but it, it does just feel like it's the Yankees against yeah. against Phil. Yeah. Although you know it was cool, you know we 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 got to see you know Depoto. We've seen the pictures. He was in Japan. He saw him saw yeah. him up close. So mm-hmm. although although I'm although I'm pretty sure Cashman was also. <laughs> At those same games, if I recall, he was and Friedman, that. and yeah, all. It's, I he mean, obviously, he's not the only one. Basically, I think, uh, much like baseball players call it eyewash, like if you're a GM, mm-hmm. you have to in some way show that you are in pursuit of Shohei Otani, or your fan yeah. base is going to be really. Buster mad. only had a had a good tweet about that, which might have been a bad tweet. I'm actually not. Sure. <laughs> But, <laughs> All tweets are bad, to be clear. Yeah, of course. But, but he, uh, well, he uh, basically, he basically was like, um, he was like not, do, like not pursuing Otani is like not running out a ground ball for a GM. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, you, I do remember just, that. Yeah, you, you just you, gotta, you gotta do it, or you're, yep. you're gonna get yelled at. So. Or say something. 
Uh, and I was not particularly warmed by Topoto's comments. Uh, I'm sure he'll make someone a lovely pitcher. I believe it was right. sort of the upshot <laughs> of what he said. Right. Someone like, will be very happy. Yeah, that's a so yeah. apparently that's a different Lifetime yeah, movie that's happening voice. on. Uh, yeah, but who right, knows? Right, Jerry right. might be a great dissembler, and we we don't really know that yet. There's a lot that we don't see. But let's talk. Um, I also feel like. Otani to the Yankees feels like an inevitability, so let's not dwell on that. And the smoke, mm-hmm. smug Yankee fans who do not deserve it, um, <laughs> and think instead about a potential. So we think maybe Lance Lynn is out of reach. We think maybe Alex Cobb is maybe not someone we want to invest money in. Otani is probably not coming. It's looking like Darvish. Is there anything else that um, uh, that that? enlivens your heart to joy when you think about potential candidates the Mariners could bring in pitching wise. Um, well, I, I will say also like, so we've seen, you know, the protos traded for like the, the Marco Gonzalez's of the world. And that, that is not a trade I want to revisit, but um, I, I, I will say though, like with same with Healy and same with Hanniger, kind of going back to that, like these are guys that like, you don't even fathom being available or a target. And so there's probably some dude like that yeah. that I and again maybe sorry maybe you you have identified those in in the manifesto the offseason manifesto. Well, we but, tried really uh, hard to. Yeah, just... but it, it's so maybe there's some guy we're not even thinking about that that isn't even in, in the big leagues yet or, or something like that. But but in terms of other like free agents, just from from that perspective. <laughs> I don't. So CC is an interesting one, but I've also kind of accepted him going back to the Yankees. Uh, that just seems like an obvious. And then you get to like, so we mentioned Tyler Chatwood. The thing I like about him, he's obviously always performed away from Colorado. He's also only twenty eight, uh, which is close to twenty six, yes. which is the number we mentioned uh, earlier. Um, twenty eight to twenty six. He's he's a guy that I think everyone is looking forward to leaving leaving Coors Field um, and just being younger. I think is just very intriguing from that regard. Um, a guy that I would just very much not be into is Andrew Kashner. No. <laughs> oh, going. no. No. That is uh, definitely not. Uh, another two, and just, just scrolling down with some guys I absolutely have no interest in. Um, uh, both for emotional reasons, uh, Jason Vargas and Chris Tillman. Definitely don't, <laughs> definitely don't need those two. Uh, uh, a man around. cannot step in the same river twice. Uh, here's a, here's <laughs> Especially a, not exactly. when that river is made of Chris Tillman. It's yeah. a, and here's here's a fun one that's not pitching in in 2018. Michael Pineda. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's run that yeah. one back. Let's let's go, Michael Pineda. It, it oh, really Hellickson. I mean, there are like... plenty of guys. I, I'm naming all the guys I, I absolutely have, want nothing to do with. Miguel Gonzalez, John Lackey. Oh my God, this is this. Is oh cool. hey, right, uh, hope... actually, John <laughs> likes yeah. Miguel Gonzalez. John so. likes Miguel Gonzalez. It's not so much that I like Miguel Gonzalez, it's that we can definitely afford Miguel Gonzalez. That's for sure. Um, And Miguel Gonzalez could definitely pitch once every five days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, no, Miguel Gonzalez. I've I've always been the lowest on him. I've even like even as I've like begrudgingly admitted every time I look at. You know, his player page, like, okay, he's not that bad. But, like, he was, he, every time I watch him, I'm just like, please, make it stop. Well, so. it was like, he, he's the exact, like, definition of, 
innings eating, like, and at the end of the year, I guess you have wins above replacement, which is, like, sort of what makes uh, how bad Ariel Miranda's numbers look. Yes. More it's like, if you throw a hundred, like, you're not supposed to be able to the get that far. That supposed to let you, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's exactly. no reason you're allowed to throw 160 innings and be replacement <laughs> yeah. level. Like, right. That's just not how it works. Right. But on the team yeah. where you all you <laughs> needed was a guy that could throw, like, could pitch. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, but oh, again, here I'm doing it again, looking at my dog and balls. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> he sucks you in like that. <laughs> but he, although, again, though, I mean, he obviously, uh, you know, what didn't, you know, wasn't in the big league until he was 28. He's going to be 34 next year, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, okay, fine. You've sold me on that not being the worst idea. <laughs> um, congrats. Well, but not the worst. <laughs> yeah, Drop the banner, the John. Yeah. I, I guess I, I think to to round it out, and we got some questions as well that I, I think we should get to as well, but the fact that instead of spending 10 to 15 million or maybe even 17 to 20 million on uh, first base, you know, whether that's a platoon or going hard for like Carlos Santana, you know, the Mariners really can try and, you know, it's not now wishful thinking to say well they could go after darvish right you know it, it it's not it's not like a oh yeah now they're just totally a contender but it, it's somewhere it's sort of one step closer of if you look at the starting pitching options every one of them is is within the realm of possibility which is a nice place to be for mm-hmm. what we had to endure the last two years Yes, yes, yes. Although I will say there is a tiny, tiny part of me that wish they had just broken the record and to go and tie it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, although, although on a technicality, they did have the most actual pitchers pitch. Yes. Um, because the Rangers had three position players pitch, and the Mariners only had two position players. But uh-huh. still, you can't. So just, we like, are the best Freeman ever. That's the worst. But yeah. still, you couldn't have rolled Mike Marjima out there once in like a blowout game to throw an inning. Okay, since I okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think we have any Mike Marjima questions, so I'm just gonna get the Mike Marjima talk okay. out of the way. All right, quickly. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. He, I had didn't know anything about him. Okay, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. uh, we were in. Um, uh, where where were we? Where were we? Oh, this was the I don't know if you saw the video we did with our beloved Reese Hoskins when we did the minor league home, the home run derby with him and Scott Kingery, other first oh, prospects yes. when they were still in AAA. <laughs> so they were playing Durham that day, and we were talking before the game with our other BFF Brent Honeywell, uh, yes. Ale Rookie free, of the Year, free Brent Honeywell. Mm-hmm. Free, free Brent. Oh, free Brent. Free, hashtag free honey. Um, free honey. That's uh, it. Sorry. Love him. Love him. Love him dearly. And we were just talking with him in the dugout. And then there's there's Mike Marjma hanging out too. We're talking to Mike Marjma, nicest dude ever. And I, again, really I, I just I had, I had no idea who he was. Like I, I didn't even recognize him. And then of course, but then he, he came over. He introduced himself. And, oh, Mike. Mar- oh, Mike Marjma. And like I think I had heard the name because. Um, you know the Rays. They 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 churn out these random ass catchers all the time. So I was like, yeah, we got Kurt, we got Kurt Casale. So I was right. like, oh well, this this Mike Reiterman guy might be the might be the real deal. So you know he. I just remember we, we were we were talking to him about about catching Brent and you know just being that. And then I it must have been like 
two, three weeks later, he was traded to Seattle. I was like, oh, that guy, nice. And then, of course, now, obviously, he's, you know, cult hero. So there's cult my Cult hero. Yeah, his, uh, did you see his, his uh, Twitter when during the World Series when he put on his full uniform and oh stood my in God, front of the TV? That was unbelievable. <laughs> so cute. I was like... And this has been great, too, because, like, again, like, we, when we met and talked to him, like, really nice guy, but, like, he didn't strike me as particularly hilarious, but, boy, he's taken <laughs> off. No, he's, he's, he's really... actually really funny. It turns out yeah. that, uh, you know, spending three years grinding in the low minors with the White Sox mm. gives you a lot of yes. time to uh, really develop your comedic that's timing. That's when you really, yeah, well, baseball <laughs> clearly was not, you know, the focus, so that's good. Yeah, he is, uh, he's a great interview. We talked to him a little in Tacoma, and he's just, you know, a lot of times you're listening to what guys are saying and trying really hard yes. to reframe that in an interesting way, and he just, I mean, he just <laughs> provides. Been there. He, he, yes. he provides good tape from beginning to Absolutely. end. Absolutely. Like, it's all usable. Absolutely. I, think I, wrote, I think I wound up writing, like, 5,000 words because I couldn't cut out any of what he said. His <laughs> stories were so good. That, and he's got he an amazing story, it. too. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Extremely inspirational. Just, ugh. Oh, all right, so we fulfilled your right, GP Sears, and now you're yes. you're fulfilling my Mike Carlin. <laughs> yes, you got it. You you're know, welcome. this is like this is like candy to me. <laughs> yes. All right, should we move on and do some questions and wrap things up here? Let's do it. Uh, let let sure. Jordan get back to his night. He's a big night. <laughs> you're, oh. you're almost midnight, right? I am. Uh, you're just taking away time from FIFA 18. It's okay. Oh. I got nothing else. I got <laughs> what nothing are you, what else are you playing on? Uh, I'm on Xbox. I'm sure you're on PS4. It's fine. I uh, I'm not. I, I'm I'm on that PC gaming life, but I'm oh, uh, it's it's brutal. It's terrible. Anyway, sorry. That. Now, right, well, we can, and right. now we're and now we're doing whatever the opposite of scratching Kate's like, yes, ideal. Yes, but I will <laughs> definitely talk to you about soccer afterwards. All right, back okay. to the Mariners. Sorry. Right. Um, okay. Uh, our first question. Uh, from Dominic Lewis, if I'm interpreting our <laughs> the way that this is written out. Um, Healy's floor versus ceiling, uh, which we sort of talked about a little bit, but uh, there's a comp in here, which uh, Dominic points out. His stats last year are eerily similar to C.J. Crone's age 25 season. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Well, I, I, I mean, I think... Oh, go ahead, Jordan. Does he mean last year as in his rookie or like the year that he just had? That's uh, that's the part I'm not sure. I, I assume he means the year that he just had. Yes, um, I think that makes that, the most sense. Yes, I think so. Yeah, the sort of yeah. higher that would line That lines up a little rate, bit better. Mm-hmm. A little less power. Um, it, I mean... I guess it's it's perhaps unfair, but you know, as you talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, if he he could just start swinging and missing more, in an attempt to get you know more power out of himself, sure. and and that would really obviously tank his value since he doesn't walk all that much. But mm-hmm. uh, he seems you know, it seems kind of like last year was about the floor that you're gonna get with him. You right. know, I um, he's. He just he has enough power to hang around, you know. I we we laughed about Mark Reynolds earlier, but I really do think that's honestly a decent comparison, um, you know, in terms of a guy who, you know, doesn't do everything great, but he, if you just put him out there, he's gonna hit 
totally fine. He's going to terrify uh, anyone who can't make him swing and miss, and uh, you know, and and he's gonna be a very fun player to watch when he makes contact. Uh, maybe maybe the kind of guy that you like as a like in the marketing department, uh, <laughs> you know, just like you can make some really good little clips to put together of, of his totally. home runs. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, ceiling is tougher to project. I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious what you guys think about that. I can see yeah, the I CJ Crone really easily, actually. I mean, they're about mm-hmm. the same size, same athleticism, more or less. Um, and, you know, Crone has had a fine I mean, yeah. he hasn't been great, but he's at first base. The Mariners at this point will take not negative. And CJ Crone has, outside of his rookie campaign in 2014, never put up a negative FR. So, yeah. I'm, yeah, I was going to say, if I was that's like, his right, floor, if that's... I'm thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, and it's a similar, right? You know, college hitter was never a big prospect. Well, I will say, Crone, they're both maybe listed at the same size, but Crone is definitely a little little beefier. And he also looks like Mr. Potato Head. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that angel no-neck problem. Like, what is yes. wrong with the angels and yes. their necks? Like, yes. Calhoun yeah. has it. Crone has it. Calhoun definitely Trout, has it. Trout is obviously the Trout, progenitor yeah. of the no-neck. Yeah, they must yeah, just have yeah. a no, trainer it's, it's... whose sole job it is to like just <laughs> massage the neck until it expands to the exact circumference of the head. Yeah, he he does he does kind of have yeah I don't know but again like he he's not right but like that's not the worst outcome. Um, I also think that uh, Crone for a dude that big really hasn't shown as much power as you might expect um, that Healy has. Um, already, certainly last year and then already this year. Uh, so that part of it is also encouraging. Uh, Crone's obviously, well, yeah, Crone, it's not, I mean, Crone's not walking as much. So if it's a similar type thing, but he's also adding an additional 10 home runs, then awesome. Like you have a, you have a good first baseman. So, yeah. uh, it's not, it's, it's not the worst comp. It's definitely not the worst comp. I also don't think it's the worst floor. So yeah, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. Can I? Can I throw out a potentially hyperbolic seeming ceiling, but maybe makes a little more sense on paper than it does reputation wise of Jose Abreu in Mm. terms of really big dude doesn't actually walk that much, doesn't strike out all that much. um, And, you know, in the years where those 50, 50 Homer flyout balls are more of them are homers then he's a very solid player and <laughs> yeah. when there's are you know flyouts then he you know he's gonna very clearly struggle uh that is wow that 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 hit me that hit me man you might be on something here although it, okay well it's tough because Sorry, do you want to continue with 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 the getting well, everyone I, I guess excited? I, I would say I would. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I, I go ahead, I caution, please. I'd say low end Jose Abreu. Not oh like, yes, not like not like Pico. Well, because like you know Jose Abreu has had like a five win year. He's had like a like a two win year. I think I think yes. you look at like the the like mm-hmm. the lower end of what Jose Abreu puts together. You know, he's still a decent player, and I think you 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 
or and an above average player. And I think you can look at Healy's power, and you can look at the fact that you know he's a brutal third baseman, <laughs> but probably is fine at first base. And and you can say, all right, you know, it that, it that's is something. It is. Uh, wow. Yeah. It, I I will also say, um, Braves. And I, I love Jose Abreu, and he's obviously one of oh, you know, the yes. best, the best, the best hitters uh, in in Cuban baseball history. And I love that he just came over and was immediately, you know, Rookie of the Year, finished fourth in MVP. Like he's he's wonderful. Um, and and this year he kind of bounced back, I would say, because last yeah. 2016 like was again a really good season, but it was down from what we were kind of expecting from him. Mm-hmm. His on base percentage is definitely helped by getting hit all the time, uh, <laughs> yes. which which like is That's a not skill. is. But well, it is one. It is a skill. Clearly, I mean, he's gotten hit exactly fifteen times in three straight seasons. <laughs> so, like, you are you are counting on that from Jose Abreu. But at the same uh-huh. time, like, when you do consider, like, oh, compared to him not walking, like that that is making a difference in like looking at him having a three fifty on base. Which again, if it's a skill, it's a skill. He's he's got he's getting it. But from strictly a a, a hitter perspective and not a dude that gets hit perspective, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Like. If Ryan Healy's putting up Jose Abreu's 2016 every year, then you're you're beyond overjoyed, you know. Absolutely. Uh, probably probably a little bit less on base because Abreu was walking a little bit more last year. But yeah, it's 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 not crazy. Uh, it's certainly not, on pedigree. It sounds nuts, but I mean, hey, let's let's. let's I mean, part of it is just like there aren't very many there aren't very very many first basemen with single digit walk rates uh yeah i would like to can can i insert if i'm gonna compare like to like hell yeah um so what if you pick up ryan healy and you put him in camden yards you get more or less trey mancini's numbers Mm. Mm. another who by the way another great example of the dude that i was describing in the very beginning of the show right which is like, oh, he's hitting, he's hitting, he's hitting, or whatever. Yeah. We, we just don't have to pay attention to him. And then, boom, here he is. Okay, <laughs> well, well, I guess he's still hitting in the majors. Yeah. So, so yeah. 5.6% walk rate against a, a more a healthier strikeout rate, 23.7. Mm-hmm. But he puts up a better season this year than Healy because 24 home runs. Because he plays half his well, game and, in Camden Yards. And, but, but also because he's he's got the defensive... You know he's playing in the outfield half the time, right? And and Healy's playing DH. Uh, I think right. you said like seventy games, Jordan. Something yeah, like that. No, yeah, seventy-seven games, I think. Yeah. Um, right, and Mancini's yeah. a good, a good, a, like a plus outfielder. I've seen him make some nice. Well, he he definitely does the like. Well, yeah. okay, not a pl- sl- not a plus the, outfielder. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kate, because I know what you're thinking. You, you know I what I'm thinking of. Every you know single what I'm of. ball that the in that Mariners Orioles series series in see in Safeco yes. that. I am sure you were hyper aware of Jordan. Uh, yep. Trey Mancini made every, every single sl- catch. Every he did. Just- no, I will say very oh. confidently that that was an outlier. Yes, okay. that's right. Okay. Mancini. I'm looking at his number um, now. Okay. Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was <laughs> pretty much a first baseman. It's He actually, oh, right. He literally never played the outfield in the minor. Okay, so they just were stunting on yes. the <laughs> Exactly. Awesome. No, but I don't know whether to awesome. feel better or worse about that. <laughs> well, it, again, if you were reminded that Ryan Healy does not have to play the outfield and or does not have to play true. third base. That's true. And it's so, true. 
so, but if you look at again, Mancini had a better overall um, offensive season. I mean, he was he was yeah. walking more. He had he had more doubles, you know. But I mean, mm-hmm. he had twenty four home runs and, and Healy at twenty five. Um, and I don't know. I think the park factors are. It's I can't. I don't even know what park factors mean anymore. They don't make the, sense anymore. With the weird, yeah. So, well, but, but the again, Mariners though, also, the, the Mariners screwed up their own park factors. With the, <laughs> yeah, just stacking. Hey, hey, want a homer? Yeah, want to hit true. two homers a game? Everyone. Yes. Well, you anyway, know. Sorry. No, I'm I'm with you though. But but again, Mancini is another good comparison, and if. I mean, the Orioles can't play him first because of their situation, uh, but um, yeah, like it, I think that is that is another good comparison of a guy that was 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 always just he was just over there hitting, and then uh, eventually they let yeah. him hit in the majors, and they're <laughs> guess what he finished third in rookie of the year, so yeah. I'm, I like I'm, how yeah, every I time like, you I describe saw... this, you make it sound like they like sneak <laughs> under the fence and like it, suddenly show up like, in the batter's box. This is this is how I feel. This is not totally the same thing, but I feel <laughs> like the Rays in particular, they uh-huh. they spawn relievers at AAA. <laughs> like they don't they don't exist until they're in Durham, and then like poof, yeah. they're in Durham, and then suddenly they they post like two good weeks, and then Andrew Kittredge is in the big leagues, and you're like, oh okay, I mean, who's oh. this guy? Man, Ryan, we know who I, Andrew Kittredge is. Come on. Yeah, you, you've come to the only, the, <laughs> literally the only place Andrew Kittredge would have yeah. been known about. Before. I will say Ryan Garten does look like a computer just <laughs> okay. sort of auto-created. Like every year. Like, just every did a, year. Like, shuffle. They, they just... They're just they because they, they, you've never you you've never heard of them. They they were never drafted. They were never. <laughs> they just like this is how I felt about about um, you know oh oh they're okay just from this year alone. I mean you've got Adam Kalarik. I mean what who's nope. what what is it? Austin <laughs> Pruitt who was the Those guy that they was pitching instead of Brent Honeywell. This is why we're extra mad about Brent Honeywell. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jose Alvarado, he was he was twenty two actually, but still, that that is my race theory yeah. that guys spawn AAA. So that which is right, they, they are they're sneaking around, and then there they there they are. So I'm 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 just I'm glad that they get a chance to keep hitting. I I remember you know I grew up in the DC area, and I would you know we'd go to Frederick games and Bowie games, and there was Trey Mancini just doing his thing. <laughs> We're like, all right, so, like, is he good, or what's the deal here? <laughs> and uh, now, like, because he would always have good numbers, and he was never put it on any prospect list, so. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing about We stand that. for those I guys. We stand, I mean, obviously, Reese <laughs> so is the biggest much. example, so. Uh, can yeah. we talk, I mean, I think we're seeing that right now with Eric Felia, who just refuses to mm. stop hitting. There you go. And is consternating people at every level, because. Absolutely. just. I mean, you know, he hasn't had any double A time yet, unless you want to count AFL as seeing potential double A arms. But yeah, yeah, he's just he's just torn through everything they've given him, and people are like, "Well, it's too late. It's too still too early to make a decision." Well, you know, he's he's hitting now, but it's still too early. And I'm excited to see how how far he can go with that. Yeah, I guess I I, I see now how you feel like some guys sneak sneak under the fence into the majors. Right, that's exactly how, and then they, I guess they just look good enough in the uniform that they're like, all right, well, I guess you can, you can stay <laughs> you on the team, stay. I guess we'll, we'll activate you on the roster, and we didn't call you up, but. <laughs> but you're here now, I mean, might as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, our, our next question comes from Anthony Peck. Um, 
Brad Miller is to asparagus as Ryan Healy is to blank. Oh, this references a very old school gif that was popular on Look at Landing of Brad Miller eating asparagus when he was doing the double <laughs> fisted yes. celebration. And yes. some reason, I oh, think that was I T's see. actually. I think T. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that graphics, was an OGT. Yeah, an OGT. Um, so, yes, if Ryan Healy was to be photoshopped, and then T brought that back with Guillermo Heredia uh, carrying breadsticks from Olive Garden because yes. that's <laughs> the food he apparently loves to eat. So what so, food do you imagine Ryan Healy, and I didn't know this at the time, but Brad Miller enjoying asparagus seems right to me, seems right. Uh, uh, yes. What food does Ryan Healy enjoy? Hopefully that's um, you know a baseball bat shape so we can easily photoshop it into his hands mm, mm, okay well when you when you restrict me like that just, uh, <laughs> i mean you know we, we, uh, yeah. can do any it, it doesn't necessarily have to be big. I, I recognize the amount possible. of 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 um phallic shaped food is, is <laughs> yes <laughs> there's only so plenty. much of it yeah that's well, true they, they, it's not it's it's not an endless an endless it, assortment um, no. hmm. you know I, i'd hate for you i don't want you to have to work blue <laughs> and uh, I don't want you to have to come up what with a hack. It's a good, thing. clean family. Yes, exactly, yes. as you can as you can tell. What does Ryan Healy enjoy? Who's Ryan Healy? So Where's Ryan I, Healy from? He's from so, he's from Northern California. Um, how do you get to Oregon? Why did you go to Oregon, yeah. Ryan Healy? So I've dropped in the in the in the podcast uh, a link to a photo from Athletics Nation. Uh, oh boy. The photo that Whoa! They, that they oh, it's him uh, being Lord Hubba Bubba. It is, and I'm I'm actually deeply concerned about this because we have a wonderful moment of Gene Segura with the double bubble helmet uh, crown. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, indeed. and I I guess maybe this is an affiliation, uh, or or maybe they are going to duel. Uh, two uh, princes kind <laughs> of scenario. Yeah, yeah. Spin doctors action. I can Indeed, I'm just gonna nod through these references. Oh my god! Uh, I even totally get that one. Get wow! <laughs> wow! Um, this, this is almost the entirety of the podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, normally, it's me uh, me making references that probably actually nobody gets, and then like <laughs> Kate making references that like about a third of our readership <laughs> gets, and I just like sh- something about Yankee candles. I think was yeah, like, the Yankee biggest. Yankee oh, candles no. starting to do a real real free for all. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, we'll 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 have. How about what yeah. if I go for uh, a Watch the Throne? They could do a Watch the Throne. Kanye, Jay Z, both of them wearing oh, the double yes. bubble hat. See, they, right? and see, there's I'm, definitely hello, more than one. Kids. There's definitely <laughs> there's definitely more than one bucket of double bubble. So no, it, sir. <laughs> Come on. Impossible. Got, <laughs> Impossible. They, they, they can, you know. Impossible. <laughs> especially, especially now, you know, you're saving the money on, you know, they don't have to pay Carlos Santana. They can get a second hey, bucket. Put it all on gum. <laughs> Dr. Martin, gum. are you sure about this? Gum. I'm, I'm telling you, Jerry. I'm telling you. It's, <laughs> we'll it's have, all about gum. These days. We'll strongest, have the strongest jaws, jaws in the league. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So there you go. So that uh, so there's our solution. You guys figured it out. I I, I love it. I I look. I'm looking. I think Ryan Healy already has like three walk off home runs. So, um, I am I am here for the first one in Seattle. Excellent. Exciting. Um, 
Okay, our our final question I, I, here. I would uh, say or, maybe we could oh, stick sorry. a big. We could we could do like a like a gooey duck in Ryan Healy's hand in deference to uh, Oregon and and the fine coast of Oregon and also the oh. gooey duck would look very funny in his hand. I thought you were making like an Oregon ducks like some. Well, sort I mean of that's where I started. Duck. That's how I got to. <laughs> okay. I mean it's it's a short okay. path. It's, a, it's late, John. That's that's as all much right, as you're getting right. out of me tonight. I don't know Evergreen's how how uh, how emotionally tied he is to to Oregon, but we'll see. Guess we'll find uh, he out. He is the you... single-handed. He is the standard bearer of the Oregon yeah. baseball program right now. That's yeah, true. Good, that's true. Good thing his shoulders are pretty broad because he's carrying the history and heritage of the program upon them. Yeah. Maybe I that's why he's Matt slow Crook, on the bases. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Crook that's a sad much. sentence. I was such I will, a I big was... Matt. I was a huge Matt Crook guy, but now <laughs> he's on the Giants. So. <laughs> that's a sad I was. I seriously, you know, to make it more sad, he was so good as a freshman, and then he got Tommy. I was like, okay, he's going to get Tommy John now. He'll miss his sophomore year. He'll come back. He'll be unbelievable as a junior. He'll be drafted in the top ten, and he'll be my favorite pitching prospect. And then everything went wrong. So. Oh, no. All right, there. There I go. There's my Matt Crook confessional. Anyway, your point is well made. There's no one else in the <laughs> University of Oregon baseball that's done anything. Um, all right, wait. What um, do we have? We had another question. I don't think it was about. We Matt did Crook. have another question. I do also want to know. Kate has looked too far south and, and overlooked Evergreen State College, whose mascot is Speedy the Goose. <laughs> that is duck. true. Um, and I think Ryan could be very happy there. Stop saying Ryan. It is not Ryan, is it? Ryan. I, see, I just I think it rhymes with Zion <laughs> for some reason. No, it's clearly Ryan. Now you know this, Jordan, right? You talk to him about yeah, the being a Ryan that's not a Ryan. Does he have an explanation for this incredibly annoying spelling? He does in the video, and I don't remember what he says, but I will still watch it after. Uh, wait. No, I can't. Okay, whatever. I'll I'll figure it out. Okay, to be so, fair, yeah. I also watched it and clearly forgot and was hoping I could just <laughs> make you say what it was. So No, no, no. It's, it's, no, no, okay. no, it'll bother me, but it's okay. Jimmy Sherfy, University of Oregon. He'll be good. Oh, he is good. <laughs> no, he is good. I the, didn't, pre- the pressure is off. The pressure is off, Ryan. You'll be fine. <laughs> who, was, wait, who was the tall lefty that was like the first-round pick that we wanted the Mariners to take? From oh, Peterson. David Peterson. Yeah. David Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be good. He... He, he'll I be good, him. but he's on the Mets, so he actually already Ooh, just got injured. He's so. broken. He's being shipped. He's being shipped back to Oregon in pieces. Aww. Yes, yes, yes. All right, it's okay, David okay. Peterson. We, we like you. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Last question. Uh, Let's do it. Okay, from Tom Lacasio. Uh, one is there possibility of a potential platoon with Healy and Vogelbach, uh, and two. Uh, Healy's serviceable, but li- well, this is kind of an oddly sh- shaped question. Two, Healy's serviceable, <laughs> but limited experience at first, and bring being brought, brought up, up as being a, brought yeah. up as for third baseman. Three, uh, how this does up. this open up uh, more payroll for starting pitching, that. and uh, does this make the Yonder Alonso for the Boog Powell trade even shittier? Yes, in let's talk about that. We'll say four. Yes, mm. yes, definitely. Yes. yes, this is we. This is bad. We gave away Boog Powell who, along with the loss of Tyler O'Neill, depleted our outfield. All that lovely depth we had in the outfield, and it just... Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not... I'm I'm not as down on the Marco Gonzalez trade as some others, but I recognize that that trade feels very bad, even if yeah. it was sort of necessary at the time. Yes. 
Um, the Boog Pow one, now that I know Alonzo's not coming back, it just... Or I'm assuming that this... That this it would be a really surprising if they... If they brought, brought him Alonzo back, yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, yeah. If, if they haven't made Dan Vogelbach feel worse, I mean, yeah. any worse, that would be... You know. <laughs> that would be the, <laughs> the final. Like, I hope, you, I hope you bought your apartment in Tacoma, because you are not coming up anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Hey, that thing will appreciate in value. I, I do hope, Dan, <laughs> if you're listening, buy your apartment in Tacoma now. Transcontinental yeah. Railroads coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> See, that was uh, a yeah, reference I definitely don't get. That's an eighth grade history joke. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Schmitz. We're, we're, all right. we're hitting <laughs> all the highs tonight. So we well. gave away Boog Powell for free. That makes me really sad. A lot of people, when that trade was mentioned, like... Uh, well, you know, he was just one strike away from being banned for life. Like, Boog Powell is not going to be banned for life. I, unless somebody steals into his apartment in the middle of the night and, like, shoves stuff down his face. He's not that dumb. <laughs> I don't... I don't... That's such a small percentage chance that that is anything real, so... However, if he is that dumb, <laughs> not our problem. <laughs> that's true. That and is, all of yeah, this looks is... great. Yeah. Um, well, but no, we, no, we gave him away for free. Yeah. He's a fourth outfielder who, I don't know, would be useful to have around. So that kind of sucks. Okay. Well, oh, actually, that I, I'm glad you clarified that because I wasn't... Because at the time, I I was... I wasn't thrilled about it, but I was like, I wasn't upset about it at the time. Although now I am feeling more that way now that we're talking about it this way. Although I wasn't sure if you were upset about it because you thought Boog Powell was like an everyday center fielder or not. But I guess... No. 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 No, no okay. but he was <laughs> yeah. of all of our outfield he was, he would have been helpful. The, yes. He was the he's depth. very well rounded. Yes. You know, he's not a disaster yes, at absolutely. the plate. He's I good agree. defense, I good agree. arm, good speed. So Definitely. He Definitely. is very he's an extremely useful player. To yeah. Totally fair. Totally fair. I mean, and from my I love Ian Miller standpoint, I am happy because now he has <laughs> a chance to maybe make it to the bigs and come steal some bases and we get to watch him run, but Yes, uh, yes, yes. Overall, I am sad for the loss of that skill set. Fair. Yeah. And the return that we got from it, which was uh, three months of Alonzo in a sunk year. Yeah. Gave me the one moment. That's all that matters. One moment that against is the true. Th- That is uh, true. I'm biased. Oh, uh, not even kidding. If I wasn't there for that game or that that hadn't happened, I would be like so much more with you. But, you know, he gave me so much. <laughs> no, no, so much no, no. This, that one evening. I think that there is so much to be said about a walk-off home run in a game yeah. against the Yankees. So this one home run has completely changed my opinion on Ben Gamble because I was in per- I was there <laughs> in for sitting yes. across the aisle from a guy dressed a guy in like his 60s dressed in head to toe uh, judges like a judges costume uh, with Birkenstocks oh poking out from underneath. Oh no. Oh which no. with the with the barrister with the the white the white wig thing and I was like that's not what a judge wears <laughs> in America. And then the Yankees. It was just that plus the Birkenstocks. It had been bothering me all night. So I got to see oh. Ben Gamble hit that home run. And the guy in his stupid, stupid wig, the wig, the head just dropped. And it was this oh, moment. That and the was sh- it. The You're sh- like, all right, Ben Gamble, love you forever. Love you forever, Ben Gamble. I don't care. He can do anything now. I am one hundred percent on the Ben Gamble. And also, I was sitting near his family when it happened, so that was also uh, 
you know, it was just, it, the, it was, it, I think that there are moments that transcend any one, yes, any even actual really, baseball analysis. Yes, yes or exactly. Or about players. So, yeah, there's, exactly. there's a little bit, you get one, you get one baseball magic, and I'm using mine on Ben Gamble, so. Yes. Okay, I, I will say, though, what, how bad was Adam Lind that he had, like, two or three incredible walk-off homers <laughs> <laughs> that he still That's was so pretty Oh, my God. And and it wasn't just that. Like, he was also a hella cool cat. Like, he was so... Yeah, he, was like a ch- he, he put up an Instagram once with the bag from Uncle Ike's in the background. And, like... <laughs> Then he took it down because Peter teased him about it or mentioned it on Twitter. But I mean, you know, he loved being here. He went to like the Pride Parade. He went to drag shows. Like, you don't look at Adam Lynn and think, hmm, there's a pot smoker who yeah. likes going to drag shows. Nope. But no, that that's that's yeah. who he is. He's a guy from Indiana who went to the <laughs> University of South Alabama. Like, yeah. how? <laughs> how did that happen? How? How? And I guess, like, two roads diverge in a yellow wood, and one leads to Steve Clevenger, and the other is leads to Adam Lynn. <laughs> oh, man. Well, John, your point is very much taken. And then, of course, and then, of course, he goes and is just awesome for the Nats this year. Amazing. And plays left field. Like, the first moment that they had Adam Lind as the second depth chart listed in left field, I was like, I snorted in laughter. And then the, oh, the bastard is fine. Like, oh, good lord. Yeah. 12 games. He started 12 whole games and left. So I mean, we kept. That's fair. Uh, he, uh, he, 12 he more didn't than play started. any outfield for the Mariners. Yeah, right? No, not no, once. sir. I don't. Did he play it ever? Never, not once. He did not okay, play a single that, inning. Yeah. <laughs> Became a utility. Oh no, guy he, at no, age he played. He played. No, no, no. He played in the outfield <laughs> in Toronto when he was younger. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, but still, uh, long ago. Yeah. Oh, Adam yeah. Lind. Wow, we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I do uh, not I want to end the, the podcast. Was. I do not want to well, end the podcast on Adam Lynn, so we need like yeah, one no, more. I, th- I, th- I think it ties together though. Like mm-hmm. we had, we had. Well, so here, hold with me. So we had like Adam Lind and Deho oh. as sort of the two flip sides of the coin, right? Of like Joy and neither Pim. of them were particularly good, uh-huh, uh-huh. but both of them like did the like walk off like crucial homers, like joyful. Uh, but just Lynn, for whatever reason, couldn't get that love. I think Healy is going to have more Deho in him than than Lind. Um, and in you know, the in a love, not, well, and yeah, yeah, in in a love, yeah. yeah. You know, I think because like I I don't or know Trumbo. all that many A's fans, but yeah, but like I think he's he's got a reputation as like a pretty enthusiastic dude. Like yes. I think I think. Anyone who looks that good with a hubba bubba helmet, <laughs> you know, can't be can't be too uptight. And and I I think his his sort of enthusi- the enthusiasm he brings to like the the average fan may yes. outpace what he actually is you know worth in terms of production. But that's you know if he's an okay first baseman, that's the best first baseman the Mariners have had. In yes. 10 years so yeah. you know, since Russell Brannion so and and we have him for for several years now so I'm I'm looking forward to the Ryan Healy you know, era yeah I'm looking for forward to like 100 homers over the next four years like that's 
that's cool. Like that is cool. I, that's that, fun. that sounds nice. That sounds nice. All from one player. How about that? <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like it's yeah, kind of crazy. Uh, I also think just on like just in terms of from a personality standpoint too, like it'll be cool to see him in a because I mean of course we've only seen him at the big league level for a year and a half, but like. He's been in on this like weird Oakland team where like it's yeah. a bunch of other young guys it's where like it's like f- no one's really like the leader of that team. It's just kind of a group of dudes playing baseball. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they there are some guys to get excited about for them too. But I'm excited to see him not be a guy that like because he had I would say however much pressure you know Oakland fans can put on guys like I think they they did really want a lot from him and they were expecting he was hitting he was hitting fourth third fourth or fifth most of the year so um i just think that it will be it'll be good to see him you know definitely batting sixth or seventh or even eighth maybe i guess yeah. i don't and know um, you know who did he have as a mentor depends on, on that. who they go after who would he have had on, as a mentor right. on that team to help because obviously exactly. your That's... hitting coach can do so much but who you know are you are you asking chris davis for tips yeah no, chris davis is a I very unusual that. because <laughs> there's nothing like there's really nothing like chris davis like that dude <laughs> yeah. is yeah. He's he's amazing. Like he, people yeah. should respect him more. But he, yeah, but right, right. But but point taken, right? I mean, what Jed Lowry, I guess. <laughs> like that's that's because all these dudes around, are just maybe? like the same. All it's because it's because again, all, all these younger guys, all these young infielders, um, you know the 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 Semians and the Chapmans, Olsen. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. There's really not, I mean, honestly, guys, the answer. Is yonder Danny Valencia? Yeah. So, <laughs> which whatever the, I don't know what that means, but you know. Hopefully, they'll give him some words on the way out. Uh, yeah. Right. Two right. ships passing uh-huh. in the night. Yeah. As he moves I don't in know. to take over one giant locker that used to be two. <laughs> so yeah, so I just think that'll be very cool to see him um, amongst a group of other like actual, real, like really good older veteran baseball players. And and a few twenty six year olds too. Like, I look forward to the oh, yeah. terms of yeah, he'll, him he'll, and, he'll still have and friends. Gamble and I mean, Mitch Haniger out exactly out exactly. on the town he'll... enjoying being twenty six. Right, exactly. Waiting well, for that red forever. light in their hand to light up and <laughs> Oh no, not twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was uh, another reference that you maybe didn't get, John. No, right. certainly not. Right. <laughs> Brady Bunch? <laughs> Did you say? <laughs> I heard light and I thought, I am oh, maybe just it's... just not it's, that old. Is it a Great Gatsby old. thing? <laughs> All right. I need to go have a drink. <laughs> Mama's going to bed. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, thank you, Jordan, so much for coming on you and talking it. to us and... Um, we hope that we scratched your itch for talks about Mariners' super, super deep prospects. Yes. On the prospect well, and, and, and promise me when Jerry makes five more trades in the next three days that we will be back on here doing it again. Because I, yes. or at least some other point this offseason, I would love to come on and talk about whatever whatever crazy thing Jerry's up to next. <laughs> so... Yeah, I so, do yes. think he likes to kind of announce things with a bang, and this might this is this is kind of a bang, to and then oh, I, I feel I, like I, we're going to see a bunch of minor league moves, and then there will the be best, another bang, and we'll have you on after that. And and Jerry has done a great job of not uh, leaking stuff. 
I feel like oh, so yeah. many of his moves are announced. <laughs> is that amazing? By like, the it team. Is- and it's Impossibly. so much more fun. It's so much more fun. <laughs> I know. You don't have to p- it's p- terrifying. pick through Heyman's poorly yes. capitalized tweet. Exactly. Like- oh, that's, that's another one of its own podcasts. Um, but yeah. Yeah, like seriously, like it's 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 scary, but it is it is wonderful. Like the rumors are are realistic. Like that's the other thing. Like whenever there are rumors, it's like, "No, you He'll he'll tell us. It's gonna be, it'll be a press release. Like it's just gonna happen. So, yeah, I've learned to so pretty yes, I, safely disregard any rumor that I hear, unless it's like a beat writer with specifics. This player right. for this player. Exactly. Uh, but Mariners are interested in means uh, yeah, it, it registers nothing to me anymore. Yes. Which... Yes. I am. I am very much with you. But thank you. Thank you again. This was this was a lot of fun. I would love to do it again soon. And and, I, and I'd be crazy if you made it this far listening to me. Uh, <laughs> you could find Sesame Swinger Barbecue on Cut Four on MLB.com. That's where I work. Also at Sesame BBQ on Twitter. Go Mariners. Perfect. Go Mariners. Go Yoannis <laughs> And go Ryan Healy. And go Reese Hoskins, sorry. Okay, Ryan Healy. Yes, Ryan Healy, love you. Love you, Ryan Healy. Excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening all the way through, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Slow getting throw. See the pace we control and the way we roll. Still laid back, but now I let them bitches know that I ain't the same nigga that you seen before. Used to give me the cold shoulder, now I nigga the cold. Used to want nothing from a nigga, now I want nothing some more. Ain't that some shit? Nigga, I've been out of the door. I call my homies up and back in the road, and now they got me here. I've been with my niggas, daddy, looking at my head. Now they got me in the bus, they move on what we get.